Well, hold on. This is one of those. Hold on. Give me, give me three good. minutes. It's like right. when uh, Vince Dunn got the ox cord in Nashville, changed the music. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> What's up and welcome to episode 84 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL on this week's episode. Still summertime. There might be some kids screaming. There will be, actually. Uh, NHL notes. A couple of signings. Distant Kraken fan nickname suggestions. You came through with tons of suggestions on social media. We will share those. Also, the book talk controversy. What happened with Alex Wenberg and his wife? And all have you heard this? We'll explain it. And then we have some notes from Kraken Pod fan members. I don't know if we're going to do note on questions or not. I see what our placeholder is, which if you know this show, you know what it is. And then in our three stars of the week, where we kind of talk about our week and rank it, Joey has to recap Tales of the Cocktail. Did we get a Kraken rum sponsorship when he was hobnobbing on a boat in New Orleans? And a bunch of other cool stuff going on, too. So let's get to it. Episode 84 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are you? I'm good, man. I feel like uh, the energy is a little bit better than last time from both of us. Exactly. Um, yes, yes. I have uh, I have survived Tales of the Cocktail. I will get into that a little bit later. I went back and I listened to our last episode and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I sound like it was just really, really, really rough shape. So you uh, were, you were rough, but you know, yes. that's the, what you were doing was basically, you know, you were working also enjoying uh-huh. it, but it was a week long event based around cocktails. Like I, that's, that'd be, that's how do you, how do you not Im, Im, imbibe, right? How do you not do that? I don't, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, I know. And I, and I told myself and I'll get into this um, towards the end of the episode today, but I told myself, I was like, I'm only going like I had the one night, the 5 a.m. night, and then we went right into recording the next day, and that's why I could barely talk. And I was like, I'm not going to do that again. I had another 5 a.m. night, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> so, I gave myself like two days break, and then I came back home at like 5 in the morning. So, yeah, anyways. Well, I can't wait to, to see if we got this sponsorship uh, from, from Crack and Rum. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. You, you came through. You pulled through. I saw the, the picture. I saw that you had the picture. Where I was on the boat. I was on the, you know, I pulled through in a sense. I'll, I'll get into more of that later. Okay. All right. We'll, just, we'll discuss. Um, also, two um, kids, I mentioned that, might jump into the middle of this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Recording from home, still summertime. Joey and I were discussing before the, the episode started our schedule moving forward once my kids are in school officially which is like basically two weeks from today um we can commit to to recording on a regular basis but i also too the next this episode and next episode will be from home and um literally we were about to hit record and there was a meltdown between my twins and i had Mm -hmm. to go negotiate with Mm -hmm. them so that delayed us by five minutes so i'm just putting that out there 
I'm just just warning you before we get in, into it. So what was the what was the music situation? I heard she changed the music, and I that's why I made the joke about this is like when Vince Dunn got a hold of the aux cord and uh, Eberly couldn't blast the uh, the Canadian rock the Nickelback on the road yeah. on the road trip there. So what what happened? So in our playroom, uh, my twin girls they're they're playing a, a store game. There's a little kitchenette one twins on that and then there is sound sexist on the other side there is a store that my other twin has, has made and they were arguing over what who was doing what and then also to who was playing the uh alexa so we have a uh, guest your son's here yeah now my son's standing behind me what's yes. going on how are you you say hello at least say hello hello this is what's joey. going on man yeah let me show you joey here real quick uh this is my six-year-old son What's say, up, buddy? Say hello. Hello. Who's your favorite hockey team? Red Wings. Oh, oh man. God dang it. And Seattle been... Kraken. Okay, okay. wow. He's you saved yourself. Literally just like his dad. That's terrifying. Okay. No, it's all right. He knew he I was looking at him. He knew like he was worried about it, but we've been it's we've like, actually been Red Wings. I'm like, son of a We've been more invested in the Kraken as of late, though, so it's good. Yeah, um, no, it shows by his answer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he knows what's up. It's equal. He's been raised equal, so it's good. Uh, all right, buddy. Cool. What are you doing? Are you in? What are you doing in your room? Can you go back? Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Here's here's your Kraken reaction. So look, he just screamed "cracking." He just screamed "go go cracking." Um, okay, I like it. There you go. Uh, anyway, all right. So let's let's talk let's talk cracking stuff. I just wanted to go over a few quick NHL notes because not much happened, and um, you know, no news is good news from Kraken Camp, which is cool, mm-hmm. um, and like the Kraken Camp, not actual camp. But a couple of NHL notes: Vladimir Tarasenko he signed with Ottawa for a year. Yes, um, and it, apparently he had been talking to. Carolina and who else was he talking to? Was it San Jose? Which I don't know why they'd do that, but I don't know uh, why that, that doesn't seem like a move for San Jose. Carolina is in the mix for everybody. They're still talking. To, isn't it them in Pittsburgh with Carlson right now? Is that still what's going on? It seems to be the case. I think the Canes are going to go for it um, as they mm-hmm. should, because they're right there. Um, yes. They're a great team. Um, I think Ottawa and and somebody on Twitter brought this up or maybe it was Instagram. I don't know, but I kind of, Oh no, I tweeted it. I was like, I think Ottawa and Detroit makes playoffs this year, but then they were like, who's out. Who's not going to be in there. Cause the Buffalo wagon and that thing's, that thing's rolling right now. I mean there, but Buffalo implodes halfway through. So it's like, it's going to be a Pittsburgh. Like, although Pittsburgh's got this new energy with the the new GM and they got to do something with like the tail end of the careers of, Crosby and and uh, Malkin and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, but I think Ottawa's going for it, and I would like to see Vladimir. T- I've always I always kind of liked him. I'd like to see him find a spot and then stick there and have a good year. So I think Ottawa's going to be a trendy pick for a lot of people because they're really investing in a lot of a lot of things. So yeah, I'm out on Pittsburgh, which I know that you will uh, back me on. I don't care about the new energy of the of the you know management that they have moving forward into this season. Um, management, they're not the ones who are playing the games. That team's old as shit. Some of their guys like don't even have kneecaps anymore. I don't know how they're doing it. Uh, they were trying to pull it off last year and they weren't able to do it. And I just, I kind of foresee the same thing happening, barring 
you know, anything crazy like an Eric Carlson going over there, which would obviously change that whole landscape in Pittsburgh. But yeah. I like what you said about Detroit. Uh, Ottawa as well going to be going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how that whole thing plays out. Yep, yep. So uh, anyway, we have another. We have my son is lurking in the background again. So mm-hmm. maybe he has a, a, an opinion on uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Maybe he's really excited for it. I'm not going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> can't hear you can't hear what you're saying so okay good yeah um anyway all right so speaking of carolina carolina um i they're going for it because they just signed which is great sebastian aho one of the the best most underrated players in the entire league mm-hmm. uh, they signed him to eight years uh i think it's 78 million something like that which is uh, I, that that could be wrong but it's like you know 9.75 million per year, which is pretty great. That guy's an underrated superstar. And yes, uh, I, I would love to see Carolina win the Stanley Cup. So hopefully they do that. Also, could be wrong on this. I'm just going off a of memory. Drafted by Ron Francis. This is still the team that Ronnie Francis built. If I yeah. uh, if I, I am so. correct on that, yeah. I, okay, I, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure, but I, I would I would agree with that. So all right, throwing. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it and uh, double down. And uh, I think last week, as the day we were recording, um, forgot to mention this, but Patrice Bergeron retired. Yes. Um, he's, he's probably one of the most respected players in the league, future Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. uh, amazing player uh, defensively uh, and offensively, helped the Bruins win some cups. And, you know, the dude just uh, phenomenal. So retired after 19 seasons. I'm happy about that because, you know, that's, that's, that's uh, less good. Uh, that's not proper. Uh, he, <laughs> the Bruins will be less good because he retired. Jesus. Less good, more bad. No, yes. I mean, I'm with you. And after the, uh, you know, the epic meltdown that they had last season, and I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to somebody about this recently, but they're like, what do you think is, you know, stands out more in, in the Bruins season last season? It's like what they did during the regular season and setting, you know, the NHL all time record in wins and points and all that or losing in the playoffs. And I was like, them setting the record makes them losing in the playoffs that much worse because if you're a team of destiny and everyone thinks they're going to roll to the Stanley Cup final, which I did pick them, I think in our bracket, I had them go into the final. I'm not sure if I had them winning the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but I think it makes it worse. I mean, I really do. It's like I'd rather have a team that doesn't obviously break that record but and goes on to win a, a Stanley Cup. At the end of the day, they're not hoisting anything, so it is what it is. What's cool is now, like, you know, Seattle Kraken fans that are newer to hockey and, and like, you know, you, right? Um, mm-hmm. You now understand that um, being the best team in the regular season is a curse, and I've always kind of known that. And and when you set records, you know, I learned that with the Detroit Red Wings. Um, as you heard, this is a Detroit Red Wings house, apparently. Yes. Um, uh, you know, when they, when they, when they set the record that the Bruins beat, they flopped in the playoffs. They did not win. Um, so it's a lot of pressure. So, you know, having the best regular season record and setting records like that is not a good thing in my opinion. So, yeah, I agree. It's also, you know, from a non hockey watching standpoint, because like, like you said, being newer to hockey and kind of getting a better understanding now of how the Stanley cup playoffs kind of can transpire and all that stuff. But from just a, a sports fan in general, like there is a such thing as like peaking too early. And if you're peaking like throughout the entire season, it's like, will you really be able to carry that energy throughout the playoffs? And also with the Stanley Cup playoff, man, I really do feel like a lot of it is, uh, I mean, I don't want to say luck, but there has to be like a little bit of luck in there, like for Las Vegas to go into the playoff and, and really not have any injuries and get all their guys back and all that stuff like that's sure. luck again, because, you know, one thing can 
can bounce the wrong way and then you lose a guy. I mean, like, you know, you get uh, Father Canner getting slammed into the boards by a by a dirty, dirty man in Colorado. And uh, next thing you know, you're out, you're leading score. So shit will happen in the playoffs and you just kind of have to roll with it. But if you're lucky, um, you know, you'll be able to uh, kind of survive all of that. I want to be a good team all year and the best team basically March through June, you know? Like so that. Yes, that, yes, yes, yes. Just stick right there. So okay. those are those NHL notes. There's a bunch of other little things going on too. Nothing super huge. Um, but let's get into more Kraken stuff. Uh, haven't really heard much about Kraken stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, heads up. Uh, I'm hearing more screaming from the playroom, so there could be another interruption soon. Okay. School will be good for everybody because <laughs> kids spending a lot of time together. <laughs> but let's talk about this. this is last week on the show. Awesome thing we talked about is what what do we call seattle kraken fans who are outside of seattle and there's a lot of them joey and i are these people we're in louisiana we're doing a seattle kraken podcast loving this team from louisiana Mm -hmm. so what what is the nickname that kraken fans distant kraken fans should have and we had tons of great suggestions i think i got most of them that i saw from twitter instagram and Facebook at the Kraken pod. So here's our list. I think we should whittle these down and maybe make it a vote. Uh, uh, yes, we're, we're on the same page. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, I'm going to say this is though, is I don't know. I, I do like the Kraken fam, the Kraken pod fam. That's our thing. That's our um, thing. Yeah. But I kind of like the fam aspect. So I'm just, I'm putting that in there. Right. But okay. anyway, here, here's the list. Here's the list. And I, 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 if this is your suggestion, um, you know, claim it. And if we missed your suggestion, please let us know. But here we go. Here's the list. No particular order. Mm-hmm. The sail aways, the salty dogs, which makes me think of that. Uh, there's a, there's like a bunch of gift shops in Florida, uh, salty dog. Uh, remember back in the day in the eighties, I don't know if they exist. Uh, when we went to Disney world, like go to Daytona or go to like uh, Orlando is like, get a salty dog shirt. Every kid had a salty no, dog shirt. I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't remember any of that, but I, for some reason, what I'm thinking of is Muppet Treasure Island because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a good one. <laughs> Very underrated movie. Anyways, my, my kids cannot get into the Muppets, and I'm disappointed by that. Dude, have, they, have they ever watched Muppet Treasure Island? Um, I don't know. We might try that's that one. Best. I'm telling you, that's the best one. It's okay. so good. It's okay. So good. We might try that one. Okay. Right. Um, the Offshore. It's kind of cool. That's classy. I like that. I like the I like the offshore. I like that one. That that, that could be a potential uh, one that we vote on. And then there was uh, some suggestions because we were joking about tentacles last uh-huh. week. And then there was a suggestion of just the tentacles, just or the tentacles reach. Okay. Um, which is getting that gets a little creepy. I kind of just like the tentacles, but I also don't like the the you know the testicles. I don't know. Tentacles. Oh yeah, we could easily yeah that will be on like NHL on TNT and like oh yeah the fucking you know crackheads the name themselves the testicles while they're at it. It's like oh yeah, my god exactly the jokes, never, the jokes never end. We did this to ourselves. No, but then there's all, so the next is crackheads right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was uh, crackers the crackers which is absolutely can't do that. No, that's uh, that's an out. <laughs> Horrible suggestion. <laughs> Crackers with a K. Uh, still can't really roll with that. So, probably not uh, good. Not good at all. Probably not probably. good. No, nope, not lots of jokes there. Not yeah. at all. There probably there probably is some sort of group on Twitter that uh, is trolling people and pissing people off every day. Yeah, called the and, Crackers. Uh, yeah, and they I'm probably sorry. are associated with hockey. I'm gonna throw that out there. We X. don't know. We don't know these it's things. Not, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Um, <laughs> the deep divers. The yes. deep blue crew. Okay. 
The crazy eights, kind of cool. Um, yeah, okay, eight. eight, a play on the tentacle, the, the amount octopus. of tentacles an octopus Where has. Octopus octopi have. Squid, but I don't know. Okay. Isn't the weren't the I like the I like the like the ingenuity behind the crazy. I'm not sure if I like like if I it's my favorite nickname, but I like where that individual's head was at. Like that's a good one. Wasn't that the also wasn't the crazy eights the name of the um like the gang in uh Kill Bill? Mm, I'm trying to remember now. For some reason, something with like billiards is sticking out in my head right now. I'm not sure exactly what I'm thinking. Um yeah. I'm not okay. sure. I have to go back and rewatch Kill Bill. Also, just a fantastic, you know, series of movies. And some some people were suggesting things based on like like other. So if we're stepping on other brands' stuff, it's not intentional. Um, some other people were saying like, oh yeah, back in the day, I remember this one. This was something that people used uh, before the team announced their name, type thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Sonars to the Sound. Okay. Um, I kind of like this one. I think the most out of all of them okay x cracks like expats i do like that it's it's just hard because expats or expats and x cracks sounds like they used to be fans and now they are no longer but i do like the play on the expats i do like that a lot i was looking at that nickname out to sea or out at sea like if you know i'm a kraken fan i'm out to sea in um louisiana you know name as much as like a phrase but i do like that as well yeah uh, shipwrecked, shipwrecked. But Ooh. I think I think it's our friend Brandon's um, from Thirty Two Crew. Isn't that the name of his podcast? Like shipwrecked and something, shipwrecks oh and checks and body checks. I'm such a dick, Brandon. If you're listening to this, I apologize. I, I can't remember the name of the the podcast right now. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, but I do like that name. I think shipwrecked is really good. I'm looking up Thirty Two Crew, so I'm not a dick. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's okay. Uh, the Abyss, but somebody else might have that too. I don't know, but mm-hmm. the Abyss is kind of cool. Um, far Ship, away shipwrecks and body checks. That's, that's the, uh, yeah. So I don't know if that would be cutting it too close to home, but I do like the shipwrecked. It's like we were on board and then we kind of got lost, but we're still there, you know? Yep. Nope. I, I, I yep. The abyss mm-hmm. far away octopi. And then this one's Sloan. I wrote this down cause this is from Australia. Um, Sloan from Australia, the, the yonder Kraken. The Yonder Kraken. Which... I like that because Yonder is just uh, something you can hear, like you can envision like a pirate saying, like over Yonder. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that... so we have like 20 or so here. Um, okay. I think we can put these out and, or maybe we, we, we whittle them down and then we'll put out a vote to see. And then we'll see if we can make something stick. Yes. Which yes. is so hard and it'll probably fall, fall apart and we won't talk about it again in like two months. But, you know, yeah. let's try it out. It'd be kind of cool. Yes. I agree. I like it. We we can we you and I can figure this out and get it down to like four or five and throw up a vote. Um, I agree. and then kind of just take it from there and then, and then see what people say. And Judge then, and jury. I'll and then we'll it. be the ones that come up with it. And then we copyright it and the Seattle Cracker are like, oh, that's a great idea. And we're like, yeah, you owe us a bunch of money and flights out to a game. So exactly. we're just doing all the legwork for you, all the yes. technical work. And we'll do it over here resting on your laurels. Uh, we'll totally do it. Um, <laughs> All right, so th- but thank you to everybody who who suggested. And if we missed anything, let us know before uh, we yes. put this out. But uh, all right, so uh, something that happened just in the past couple of days. It was like last. Was it? What is today? Today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, August first. We are officially in August. It's oh still 110 God. degrees projected here. But you know what? We're slowly getting out of summer here, Jeff. Or 
um, Satan's asshole or however you want to refer to it because it is so fucking hot and sorry, Dude. earmuffs. It's, it's a, yeah. Speaking of earmuffs, by the way, um, you know, all jokes aside, this is something that we are going to discuss. That is a pretty sensitive subject. So if you are by chance listening to uh, this podcast and you're driving around with the kiddos or anything like that, and you don't want them to hear a conversation around, you know, stuff that involves, you know, sexual harassment and stuff like that I would probably put this thing on pause and then come back and revisit it later. Just throwing that out there, trying to be a decent human about it. Look at that. The non-parent with the disclaimer. I love it. Thank you. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, no. Otherwise than that, everything else Funny. that we do is NC-17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the first, uh, you know, 20 minutes of this podcast episode, we dropped a couple F-bombs already. All right, kids. Really? I thought it was out. being good today. I'm like trying to make it a point not to I be think- just dropping, you know, earmuff warnings left and right. I don't think I did. I think you did. I don't. That sounds, yeah. I mean, that sounds just how it always goes. So I'm I don't give it. an S word. So and I'm only doing that because the kids are. I don't give a Sam. Yeah. No, no we're they, good. <laughs> My wife, what does she say? Um, <laughs> she says, oh, shoot. What, I was trying to think of it. She doesn't say that word. She says, um, God darn it. <sighs> I don't know. I'll try and think. Sorry. This is a total. I don't give a sandwich, which I would be upset about that. It's like, you don't care about sandwiches? No, man. Don't. <sighs> Don't diss sandwiches. All right. That was enough time. So let's talk about this. This book talk controversy that came up over the past couple of days. There's more to it, but long story short, basically fans, right, of the Kraken basically said it's not cool to um, pee your pants. Yeah. Lust, lust after Kraken players. And um, this is kind of the official breakdown of what happened with, uh, Alex Wenberg, his wife, Felicia, mm-hmm. and something called book talk. So, Joey, I'm going to, since I don't want to talk about this necessarily out loud, you kind of go through and on your end explain what the controversy was. Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of set this up with a little bit of, uh, you know, information, like exactly what is book talk. So, uh, for people that are unfamiliar with it or maybe even TikTok in general. So this all stems from TikTok, right? Um, I don't know, a very popular, you can argue the most popular social media application. It's all short form videos, otherwise known as TikToks. Book Talk is basically a sub community that exists on TikTok that focuses strictly on like books and literature. So you basically can go on TikTok and make videos about pretty much anything like I ate a cheeseburger a day and now I'm going to have a drink somewhere. That's actually just kind of what I do. Anyways, um, so book talk again uh, focuses on books and literature. The, the, so what happens is like the creators that are involved in book talk, they will like basically like review, discuss and talk about books. Um, hence the name book talk kind of just all makes sense. So um, a part of book talk that's very, very popular is adult erotica. That's a very popular uh, just like a subgenre within a subgenre of book talk. There's this thing that started coming about that actually started years ago, like mo- primarily within movies and video games called fan casting. And within the book talk community, it's actually called face claiming. So what you're doing is like you're on book talk and you're making a video talking about like some adult erotica, whatever that you just read. Face claiming is when you assign like a real life person um to a fictional character so like you're discussing a book that you read and again we're talking specifically erotica here because this is how it all went down with the kraken and in this case individuals started face claiming alex wenberg so they're basically like inputting him into like these fictional books 
um, and, and, and book talk. And it, it became a very trending thing. Uh, as a result of this, there were a lot of videos um, of Wenberg that were then starting to be shared uh, beyond, you know, the Seattle Kraken and the NHL kind of community online. Like the book talk community was was sharing videos of Wenberg. A lot of it is like stuff of like of him stretching, right? Like doing like the groin stretch before games and stuff like that and sharing it on social media. And honestly, like the lusting part, I don't have an issue with that, but there's obviously like a fine line. Like if you find someone attractive, so what, man? Fucking have at it. We all have eyes. I get it. Like, you know, I'm a straight male. I look at Wember, that's a beautiful man. Like I don't, you know, I have no qualms with me uh, saying that. That's just how I roll. But it's one of those things where it started to be shared. And at first it kind of was like, it was kind of towing the line, but it was still okay. Like within the, within the boundaries of things that are acceptable. Uh, however, it, uh, it started to become just a slightly problematic because as these videos started to, to really trend, uh, the Seattle Kraken as a result started gaining a lot of followers. So the organization actually starts paying attention to it. The organization's like, Holy crap, you know, look at all these followers, what's going on here. They get, um, they get behind like the whole book talk movement and the, like one of, if not the main creator behind all of this, uh, her name is Kiara Lewis. Um, not only was the team, you know, supportive of book talk and, and, and specifically around Alex Wenberg, again, beautiful man. Uh, but they also like they flew out Kiara Lewis to a game last season at Climate Pledge Arena. They gave her a jersey uh, that had book talk on it. So like the team is really good about like seeing what's going on and what's up to date with social media trends and all of that and wanting to kind of wrap their arms around it and kind of like embrace the community and show that they are supportive of fans, which by the way, Jeff, that just makes me think we got to reach out to the, like, they're flying out, you know, they're flying out this individual Kiara Lewis to a game and giving her a book talk Jersey. Like what the fuck? Like we can get on an Alaska airlines flight tomorrow if they want us to. So we need to have some conversations around the Seattle Kraken anyways. Um, Correct. Long story short though, uh, this got way out of hand, uh, to, to put it lightly, uh, the, like the videos of him stretching all that stuff. There was a, there was a hashtag and a phrase that was being thrown around and kind of got trending with Alex Wenberg, which is crack my back, like K R A K, like blow my back out. Like I want to, I want to fuck this dude. Right. I mean, that's, that's essentially what they're saying. Let's correct call a spade a spade. And that's where it starts getting weird. Um, because you know, again, this stuff starts trending. Uh, there are so many new fans of the, well, I say fans of the Seattle Kraken, but there are, you know, these book talk members who are looking at Alex Lemberg and posting this stuff The crack my back thing starts trending. Um, it goes from comments online to now he is receiving um, direct messages from people. Will you crack my back and all sorts of sexually explicit things. And it gets to the point where I don't think he's paying that much attention to social media, but his wonderful wife, his, you know, life partner, uh, Felicia Wemberg is, and she basically uh, got to a point where she's like, I've had enough. Like, this is, you know, ridiculous. Like he's married. I am his wife. We're tired of seeing this stuff. And, you know, if you want to comment and tell my husband that he's beautiful, that's one thing. And I think I don't have the quote pulled up in front of me and maybe you do, Jeff, I'm not exactly sure, but. There was a quote at where she was, you know, very like earnest about everything. And she was like, hey, if you want to tell my husband that he's a beautiful man, go for it. She's like, I think he's the most beautiful human I've ever seen. Like, I think he's a great guy. Um, I totally agree with you. 
However, when we start getting like these weird comments and now direct messages and people are like attacking us because like we're married and, and saying very sexually explicit things like now that's sexual harassment. Um, and I, I completely back her on it. I, I apologize for being like a little bit too serious on the topic. It's not an easy one to discuss, but it's one of those things where it's like I completely, um, you know, I, I do agree 100 percent with uh with with what she's saying and i have some quotes from some from some of the individuals that were on book talk and they've been blurred out to kind of protect their um online identity i'm not into doxing or like calling people out so that's what I, what not what i'm about um but this stuff is very very problematic and i think felicia again alex wenberg's wife has done a very good job of handling this and i have to say a quick note <laughs> really quick and i'm not calling out anybody specifically I will say that you and I have been entrenched in Seattle Kraken media now for what two and a half years, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, to the third season already. Like, where the hell does time go? Um, there are some individuals that have said some shit online that I've seen with my own eyes that are now like, "Yeah, Team Felicia, go girl, defender man." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I have seen you share some stuff that is that is beyond the realm of like this guy's hot." So I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. Chickity check yourself. Like if you're just, you know, getting on, uh, you know, team Felicia now, because it's obviously like, she's on the right side of this. Like this is a very black and white thing, but if you're trying to like virtue signal now and be like, yeah, like this is harassment receipts are there. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not saying I'm not out here trying to be like, let's cancel this person. Like I'm not about that life at all. People make mistakes. I hope that this is a giant learning lesson for people, but this has been a very uh, interesting um, kind of like a, a subtopic that has developed and we've seen developing now for quite some time with Alex Winberg. hundred uh, percent. Number one, Joey, great job. Uh, the reporter in you did an excellent job of explaining all of this craziness, right? So that's a nice little uh, recap of it. Um, second, Nicole Cutmore, uh, she's the one that started this by taking the screen captures of Felicia Winberg's Instagram mm -hmm. story and putting it out there. She's a Kraken Pod fan member. She yes, I did with us. Shout so, to so she's the one that kind of pushed this to the Twitter community that made this uh, thing, like turned yes. this the tide on this. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you know, look, uh, to be honest, is I, I don't really think much about it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I same, but we're also not. No, 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 not this. What I'm saying is, uh, I don't think much about this. The, what I'm going to say is, it is a double standard. I don't. Yes. I, if I see dudes doing um, creepy stuff, right? And I'm trying. I got kids everywhere, so I'm trying. Like dudes doing creepy stuff online, and like doing like yeah, like that's that's terrible. Like women get mistreated by guys like crazy, right? But there is a double standard where it's totally. And I, I maybe I should think more about it. I don't know. I don't. I'm just kind of like I don't think about it. But I, you know, in professional professional sports, you see women doing that with guys, and it's seen. It's seen as harmless. It's seen mm -hmm. as. Um, and I think for the most part, it is. It's just kind of like you know, culturally who we are, at least here in the United States and how we do these things. It's like, it's just, it, it's mostly innocent. It, what happened, it's what happens. And it's just accepted. The double standards is accepted. Yes. Um, uh, I think on the fourth point now, Felicia Wenberg in her, in her details of what she wrote in this story, she said, and I don't have the exact details, uh, but she, she's very smart. Like she basically said she wrote her college thesis on 
like harassment, which is she, oh yeah, she, that's a great point. I forgot to mention. Good point. She and she she eloquently stated, which ironically I didn't say eloquently. Right? She eloquently said, stated, like I don't think this is necessarily right, and I and I think the fact that you know. I think it's okay to be like, oh man, look at, look at this, you know, look at this attractive person. Right. And saying a couple of things like, oh, I really, you know, that's, that's fine. It's part of it. Yes. Part of it. But the people that went over the top, the book talk thing, the uh, DMing the players, that's skanky DMing, you know, him DMing other players and trying to like, which is what she calls out is basically like throw their, shoot their shot. Yes. You know, and and then say nasty things to her and all sort of stuff is like, look, accusing her of cheating, which I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, it's just it's so toxicity. Yes. Toxicity in sports goes beyond he, she, all the way they, them, everyone. So there's, yes. you know, there it's just like anything else is like there's always toxic people in any community, and it's good that this has been called out, and it's good that there's a little bit of distancing from this because. You know, I here I don't I I don't know if you know this, Joy, but I don't have Alex Winberg's problem, which is he is when you just I'm being very just like looking right at him. Like, well, you haven't is, seen your DMs from me yet, so let's not. Oh make yeah, sweet. Um, I know I, I constantly get in DMs all the time to my personal account from Crack and Pod fan members, just like if you're up, oh, yeah, shoot you their up? shot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, he is. He looks like he could be in a, a modeling magazine. I mean, he, he, the, the dude has got the classic, like just good looks yes. and still blue eyes, like the beautiful hair. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. We have made comments about how we find him attractive on multiple occasions. I'm also not saying I would go, you know, I would go gay for this dude, crack my back. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm not trying to be like egregious with this or anything like that. But like, there's, there's a fine line there between, like you said, like complimenting someone's looks and acknowledging that you find them personally attractive um, versus taking it to the point of sexual harassment and then, you know, commenting and DMing and, and taking a part in this and, you know, zooming in on him while he's doing stretches um, and poses that are, you know, for him necessary to perform his duties and responsibilities as a professional athlete. And you're taking that and it's like, it's sexual exploitation. It's freaking weird, man. I thought about something. I'm sorry if I cut you off there. I'm sorry. No. I thought about like the double standard. And I was like, what if I were watching like a U.S. women's soccer game? And I'm going to apologize in advance for this example, but like, this is the reality of kind of the situation, like the seriousness of it. If I'm watching a U.S. women's soccer game and I'm like, man, I think Alex Morgan is beautiful. And end statement. She right? is. Yeah. Cool. One thing. Now, if I'm watching U.S. women's soccer match, and I don't even know if she's still playing anymore because I'm so out of touch with shit. But she I'm, is. This is an example. No. And she's on the field and she's stretching, right? And I'm and I and I'm there and I have my phone and I'm zooming in on her and I'm like, man, Alex Morgan would love to get up in that. That's that is the equivalent of what's happening without like now I have taken it from being a sincere compliment like, oh, I think you're very beautiful and I admire you as a professional athlete. And now I'm taking it and I'm taking what you're doing in your profession and um, and I'm taking it to the point of sexual harassment and then I'm making comments to like further, uh, you know, kind of double down on that. And that's where it's completely fucking unacceptable. If I were to do that, you were to do that or whatever, like double standard. Holy shit, man. I mean, this thing gets shut down in two seconds. And I think um, we really need to start 
paying attention to this. And I'm glad that Felicia called it out. And like you said, she did so in a very eloquent way. She was very respectful with her words. She wants to just be with her husband and enjoy their time together, not worry about him getting harassed 24 seven, which unfortunately that's going to be a part of it. I mean, like the dude's a professional athlete. He's a very beautiful man. There's going to be people DMing him no matter what. Um, but this is unacceptable and it had to be called out. It did. And I give props to her. I give props to the, you know, look, the, look, this, the, the Kraken PR and the, the Kraken marketing team, they're just trying to do their best to like, you know, spread the love for the Kraken and, and they're trying to appeal to audiences. And like, I don't think this is something that somebody should be canceled over. This is something where it's like, okay, yeah, it, it's just, it, it, they are trying to appeal to things. And yes, you know, for, it's, it's good to step back and go like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Some of this stuff can be a little over the top. Maybe we shouldn't go there, right? So, you know, this is, this is, this is bigger than the Seattle Kraken, too. I mean, it's, just, it's yes. just who we are. And it's also, too, just like don't be an insane, over-the-top, really, like, fan in any way, right? It's probably not the, the best to obsess over certain people. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. It, it's just, I'm glad we, we we talked about it. Great job talking about this. I think that, I think that uh, when it comes to, you know, women, uh, people who are uh, of all kinds, who are going to, you know, stare at uh, hockey players, it's always gonna be a thing. And I think it's okay to be like, oh, look at that. But just don't be uh, a turd about it. Don't be going after, um uh, players' wives and DMing players, but that should be that's just like that should be without saying, right? Like just in general, it's like just yes. in our society, you know, ninety percent of us are are pretty decent people uh, that make mistakes, and then the other ten percent bunch of turds. So you know what I mean? Maybe it's more than that. Um, yeah, and, and you know what? The and to credit the organization, I don't think they saw this, you know, going to this particular point because they have sense like kind of unfollowed and detached themselves from the whole um, book talk trend that's been going on because I think they also recognize this as being problematic when they have a member of the organization's wife reaching out and being like, guys, what the fuck is going on? I mean, right. she didn't say that. I said yeah. that. Um, but I, I think it's right. And, and, you know, you see some of the, some of the, the, the backlash from the individuals that were taking part in this, like, and again, these individuals, like their profile photos have been blocked out. They're not sharing usernames. So we're not here to call anybody out. I'm not yeah. trying to like shut anybody's internet down or anything like that. I don't care that much. I think this is a big learning lesson. But there are people out there that just still don't get it. Like this was a, a, a one of the, again, just a couple of comments here. One of the individuals who's obviously a part of Book Talk and was participating in all of this when the Seattle Kraken started to kind of separate themselves. Uh, the comment was, and just like that, you've lost a majority of your fans by in all caps. First off, no offense, get fucked. Like if you really think like for like, like this organization came to the Pacific Northwest after we've waited freaking decades and decades and decades for a professional hockey team. If you think that book talk um, is where the majority of Seattle Kraken fans come from, then you are delusional in your thinking to begin with. Um, but please, like by all means, like the jungle corrects itself weed yourself out i think that comment is just so ridiculous but some of these comments the comments and i'm not going to read all of them but like they're particularly like angry and doubling down like there's one that's and quote just because you are a wag w-a-g parentheses wife and girlfriend which i didn't know was a term um doesn't mean you can come for people who thirst over your man team crack my back so it's stuff like that where it's like 
It's so unnecessary. Troll. I'm not going to read any more comments. It, it is a troll. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, again, the jungle cruts itself. I'm very happy for these people to weed themselves out by their behavior. Um, I think Felicia handled, handled it appropriately. Wenberg, I think himself has been pretty mute on this subject. I don't think he's very active on socials or anything like that. It sounds like Felicia is being a boss and just kind of handling it. And the organization is stepping away from it as well. But yeah, it has been a big controversy. If you haven't, if you're listening and you haven't been made aware of it, hopefully we have like shed some light on the topic, but it has been something that's been going on in the Seattle Kraken community for quite some time. She, she, you know, great PR move. She, she can, she can say it. Maybe he can't, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's his um, life. Like it's, yeah, it's just typical things that are meant to be harmless and uh, are mostly accepted in culture. There's always somebody that takes it too far. And then that, mm-hmm. so it got, hopefully got corrected and that's, that's pretty much it. So yeah. Great job. Uh, let us know what you're thinking and what's up. And, you know, let's 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 get back to having some fun. I think people are 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 ready for hockey. Let's get back to hockey. And yes. people are sitting there just sweltering and festering and <laughs> getting angry. We're ready for hockey. So, yes, I'm with you. Let's uh, let's do that. All right. So a couple of notes from fans real quick. I found some cool notes when I was looking for all those uh, uh, distant Kraken fan names. Mm-hmm. Damon says, and this was, I believe, from it was either well, I don't know Facebook, I think it was, or no, it was um, Twitter X. Boys, just booked my tickets to the Seattle versus Ottawa game in January in Seattle. Coming to oh no, maybe he's going to Ottawa. Um, coming all the way from South Australia for it. Can't wait. You've been talking about going to a game. I think this is, this is the one to get to yourselves. If only to meet an Aussie fans. That's from Damon James. That's pretty. I cool. like it. Guilt tripping us into going. Ottawa is a great city. That's uh, pretty cool. Um, Greg says this, and I thought this was funny because this came after uh, last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Tales of the cocktail sort of stuff from Greg. Apparently getting drunk and trying to send your brother-in-law a video ends with sending you boys one. He sent a video. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he enjoyed the most recent podcast. He said, and this was what I thought was the coolest part. He's like, was at the casino with the wife last week, put 20 bucks on our crack and to win Lord Stanley's cup for a 720 payout. Let's effing go boys. I love uh, it. I love it. And, and if Greg's biggest problem is he gets hammered out of casino and puts down some money on the Kraken and then he sends a video to a podcast he listens to, I think he's doing pretty all right for himself. How about that, too? Also, it's like conservative. Like he got, you know, hammered and put only put 20 bucks down. Like, you know, that's pretty responsible for. Uh, that's as much as I would put down. I can't be out here throwing dollars. Hammered, hammered or not, you wouldn't be like, oh, put, I'll take the credit card and put 250 bucks down. No, hell no. The most I put down a bet was 100 on Maddie. And like I joked around before i would have taken out a fucking second mortgage on my home if i would have if i would have had the uh, kahunas or whatever to do that because uh, i thought that was not even a bet it was a guaranteed win and now i regret it because i could have a lot of money well speaking of that uh DraftKings sportsbook um you know we're in a little bit of a lull we got baseball right we got some golf we got women's soccer we got sports going on um and all good- seawald trade thanks for thanks for everything seawald uh baseball all right mariners yeah Sorry. he got he got shipped last night oh man is that so like what does that mean i don't i don't follow they traded him to arizona who they were currently playing in a series uh in arizona and seawald you know is a pretty solid reliever and arizona is in need of a reliever and a starter and they got their reliever and seattle you know got back two guys and a prospect for it so i don't know they're probably going to trade Oscar hernandez as well it is what it is so i, I still selling i haven't been 
publicly uh, following the Mariners, but I am very much following everything the Mariners are doing this season, even though it's kind of been breaking my heart. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, um, a great, great deal right now for, for new customers, right? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet five bucks and you'll score $150 in bonus bets instantly. So use code THPN. You're new and you get the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code and then make a bet and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. Like bet five bucks. That's it uh, on whatever sport's going on right now. And then you'll get that, that bonus money and you can, you can save it. You can sit on it and get ready for cracking uh, season. I'm looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and uh, the odds to win the NHL championship, 2023-24, uh, which I wish they'd just say Stanley Cup, but they don't. And I'm looking as of April 30th, uh, no, I'm sorry, not April 30th. That's when, uh, that's for next year. Um, I'm seeing the number one, number one team to win the NHL championship. And it may have adjusted. Who do you think is number one? Who, who do they, who do they have their odds on there their, to win? To win it all next season. Mm-hmm. DraftKings has a clear, a clear suggestion. I mean, I'm just, I hate to say this, but I mean, how can you not vote for Vegas to run it all back with, I mean, everything's intact. They didn't lose anybody. It's not Vegas judging by your face. So who is it? East coast team, Eastern conference, Toronto underrated Carolina hurricanes <laughs> plus 800. Okay. And then check this out. This is kind of interesting. I was going to order. I'm not going to give the odds, but uh, you got the hurricanes, the devils, the Maple Leafs, both at plus 900. Uh-huh. The Avalanche Oilers at plus 1,000. Now, this again Ooh. is, this is media bias, disrespecting the Western Conference. Again, which, do we I need know. to, how much East Coast ass do we need to beat down before before we get some freaking respect? I just, I'm not, I'm not, there's no way, no. Although I am going to put on, I am going to do like what some of those other people did that made tons of money and bet a couple of different league champions and put a few bucks on to see if I can like pick, you know, Super Bowl, NHL, da, 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 and like make a parlay type thing. Anyway, um, Golden Knights plus 1200, right? So basically six. Uh, then you got, I'm just going to keep going. Rangers, Stars, Panthers, Bruins, Lightning, Kings, Wild, Penguins, Flames, Kraken. At plus thirty five hundred. Oh, there you go. Put down twenty to win seven twenty. Also, I will say I actually like it. I know they're the highest odds, but I like Carolina at plus eight eight hundred. And the reason why I do is because I'm not looking at the number one bet and being like that's the one because that's how you know these companies make their money. If they land Carlson though, those odds are going to shift very quickly. It could be like from a plus eight to like a plus six hundred. So I'm just throwing that out there. Anybody wants to. You know, sprinkle a little bit of money, you know, on a Carolina future. If they pull that trade off and you get them at plus 800 and then it goes down to like plus five or plus six, you're in a good spot. That's not that's good, good, good advice. Drafting Sportsbook app, get this. Uh, bottom of the barrel, last Sharks plus 25,000. <laughs> and I'm going from the bottom up. Coyotes plus 25,000. Yes. Ducks, Canadians plus 25,000. Blackhawks at plus 20,000. Like what if you know? What if the the uh, Connor Bedard? Uh, what if something happens? I, I mean, I, I would if I bet money on the Blackhawks, would you? Would your head just implode immediately? Yeah. Um. Not only would my head implode, but I think we would lose a good majority of our fans, rightfully so. 
Mm-hmm. But this is like no heart, just money, just cold, hard cash. Yeah, I can't see. I can't. That's my issue because I, I follow sports religiously, but I cannot. I, my my heart is too is too much invested uh, in in sports, so I can't I can't do that and put money on like a team I hate or anything like that. Because I'm like fuck those guys. I don't want to have like any reason to root for anybody I don't like. See, I don't know if I, sh- I might get canceled. Maybe I, I'm I'm literally this. I could get canceled because I might quote Kanye West here. I feel like. Uh, they say Jeff is racist based on only uh, on only one basis, which is I only like green faces. So money. I'm know? just again, we, we've discussed this before. You're a big rap guy. Um, so I'm not surprised. Love rap you, music. Uh, yeah, so I've mentioned rap. the Blackhawks, Kanye. <laughs> I'm screwed. Okay. Anyway, so there you go. Um, the Coyotes could do something. They could do something. You you're know. out of your fucking mind. You've, you're just talking yourself into random beds. But there's somebody that we don't expect my kids are screaming uh the somebody that we don't expect that's going to make it in the playoffs right like okay. panthers so anyway okay. drafting sportsbook new customers bet five dollars to score 150 dollars in bonus bets and the women uh soccer team last night uh 3 a.m in australia or new zealand or whatever they they uh oh, zero zero draw i think can you the people who got up at 3 a.m <sighs> or 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. to watch that game to 0-0 draw versus Portugal. They've gone in. They're, they're now into the uh, elimination round, so at least there's that. But uh, Okay. Well, they didn't lose, but, you know, yeah. winning would be nice. So there you go. Um, thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook. And note them questions. We don't have one because no. I, I see that we left in here uh, our placeholder question, which is what is icing, which, again... What is icing? I don't know. The inside joke is uh, if we... Don't have a question. We ask what is icing because we've, we've answered this like 50,000 times on the show. I still, <laughs> you've read the, de- the textbook definition 10 times. I know, <laughs> I know what it is. I can look at it and call it in one second. I don't yes. know how to explain it. I don't know. So what is icing is like, if you want to annoy us, ask in no dumb questions, what is icing? And just so you know, no dumb questions is uh, for new hockey fans, newer hockey fans, old hockey fans. We're the podcast that don't feel bad ask us any question. We'll find an answer for you. If you are embarrassed to ask this question anywhere else, you know, you just ask us in note of mm-hmm. questions. We'll answer it, but we don't have that this week. So hold on, hold on one second. I have to take it. What's going on. We're leaving hey. all this in. Hey, what's up? What do you do? What's going on? Broke. What? Uh Oh, your sword. We have a sword. Wait, hold on. Yeah, we have a, um, a huge uh, katana. Sounds, just, let him, just let him hack vegetables up all day. No. Sounds safe, yeah. What did she break? Can you guys just chill out for a second, please? Okay. <laughs> I've just given. I used to. I, it's like the last two weeks before school starts, and I'm like, and I'm like, now I'm finally handling this properly. Oh, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese later. Later today, not till. Wait, after. Chuck E. Cheese is still around. You're you're nearby a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It exists. It's pretty cool. They keep it pretty clean, which is good. Um, pizza's solid. Pizza at uh, pizza at at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't care. Like, obviously, I'm no foodie here, but like, it's not a stomach bomb. No, it's solid. It's like I would take the Chuck E. Cheese pizza over like Domino's or Papa John's. Okay, so that's where I draw the line for me, similar to Book Talk. Um, Papa John's is my favorite chain pizza. 
Mm-hmm. Like if I have to order from a chain, it's Papa John's. Um, I, I agree. I'm with you on that. I I, I actually, and I, I haven't done this in 15 years, but I my I need to do this this summer next time we uh, order pizzas. Little Caesars. I grew up on that. I need to get it. Yeah, the hot and ready's. I mean, y- y'all have Little Caesars Arena in Detroit where the Red Wings play. Detroit Red Wings podcast, as you and your son have made very clear. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. You're faithful. You know, you have to stay faithful to to Little Caesars. There's one actually. Uh, close to where I live now, which is crazy. $5 hot and ready. You know, if I'm in a pinch, yeah. just go and grab a large, large pie for five bucks. You really can't yeah. top that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyway. Um, all right. So again, we've reached the depths. Officially we're, we've reached. Oh, it's been a little bit. We are in, we are in the depths. Hey, I, I have to re- quickly ask though, Chuck E. Cheese, terrifying animatronic figures still exist. Like what's the deal with that situation? Have we outgrown that? Or are they still sticking around? No, they're still there. They're still there. It's not as um, the band, like it's not as you remember as a kid. Yes. Um, with band like playing and all um, that, like a bunch of them. Like, I think, wasn't there like a walrus band and then there was like the bear band or something like that. I just remember like uh, there's, there being like a, like a band of, of all sorts of different animatronic terrifying things. And they would kind of like move their eyes and like rotate and pretend to play instruments. And I was like, I don't still know there, not okay. as many as I remember. Like they reduced okay. the amount of fear inducing, you know, uh, uh, animatronics. So they're That's still there, true. but yeah, they probably like, got, probably got sued by, you know, somebody who's been in better help for the last decade being like, I can't stop having dreams about these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember like probably 20 to 30 characters animatronics on stage. And, and now I'm pretty sure there's like six, Okay, that's 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 good. We probably need to move away from that. Still terrifying. Still does creeps one at least one. Can you get a photo when you go today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, please I'll, do. I'll document it on the pod. Absolutely, yeah, please do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh, I'm actually I'm probably not going to go. Um, oh, I'll okay. Have my, I'll have my wife take one. I have to actually work. You know, between kids and recording podcasts, I should do some work today. <laughs> so I'll be there. Wife comes. Yeah. I'm like, what have you been doing all day? You're like, I talked about hockey and now i'm at chuck e cheese what have you been doing <laughs> so i'm doing this while she went to work and i'm at yes. home working and yes. the kids are screaming at each other but uh-huh. anyway three stars of the week this is where joey and i kind of rank what's been going on in our life and what we uh think is cool not it could be hockey could be whatever but we talk about what's going on so um let's discuss although you do need to before we rank i I don't know. I don't see this on your list. I'm looking at uh-huh. the list. I mean, do we need an update on the Tales of the Cocktail Kraken rum yes. situation? What's that situation all about? Which, by the way, this is, what, uh, this is what I love about you because getting to know you over the past couple of years, you will like make a joke about something that's so obviously a joke, but then like I didn't have time to respond. So when you, so when we talked in person, right, we had the whole conversation like, Oh, you got to get us a sponsorship. Ha ha ha. And I was like, yeah, cause I'm going to the crack and rum party. And it did take place on a steamboat, which was really freaking cool. Um, but then you texted me later on. I could tell that you like legitimately felt bad. You're like, Hey man, I was just joking about the sponsorship thing. How, how, like, how was the party? Um, I didn't get a chance to reply to that text, but I was like, yeah, Jeff, definitely. Like I get, I just, Knowing like how your brain works, like, oh man, hope we didn't think I was being serious. And like, now I feel bad for this joke I made. But yeah, dude, I knew you were fucking with me. It's all good. You don't have no, to- no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. No, like, like I just said, green faces. I actually, that was my way of subtly oh. making sure you're oh. going to do this. You're so I'm digging the katana that your kids kid yeah. play with. I'm, I'm 100%. Hat. I was serious about it. Okay. I, I'm jokingly um, serious. So, like, no, I'm glad that you. you thought that I was. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm that glad you good. thought I was trying to be, but I actually was like nicely saying, did you mm. get this shit done or what? Uh, the answer is no. So, yeah. So I went to, uh, 
I think my highlight really quick is just that I talked about this last episode, but my highlight looking back at all of tales was, uh, was Suntory, the Japanese whiskey, because I was drinking, uh, I don't know much about any of that stuff, but I was drinking like their 21 year old, like the, I think it's called like Habiki. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like $2,000 a bottle Japanese whiskey. And then I ended up bar hopping with those guys until five in the morning. That was probably a highlight. I told myself, you and the Kraken pod fan that would not have another night like that. I lied to myself. I gave it two more nights uh, where I kind of took it easy and, and then, and called it early. And then I went out to the crack uh, and rum party after a dinner that I had. The dinner was fan freaking tastic. It was with uh, an uh, Scottish whiskey, uh, Lagavulin, Lagavulin, something like that. I don't know how to enunciate Sounds. it. I apologize to those guys. Right. Um, but like the main dude was there and we tried something that he had never tried before, which is like this 19 year old whiskey. That was also delicious to like cap off the dinner. That whole deal, um, went from there and I go to the crack and rum party and the setup is pretty legit. Now I'm upset because there are a lot of rumors about, uh, the musical act on the night. It was like, so everyone all week was like, salt and pepper is going to play. And I was like, Oh shit, that'd be awesome to see salt and pepper. That's really random. And then like day before it was like, no, it's not them. It's the yin yang twins. And I'm like, I love the yin yang twins. Like I want to hear some whisper in my ear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's them. And, uh, yeah. so I was really excited for that. There are no, turns out no musical guests, even like Manny fresh was thrown out there. He lives in new Orleans from new Orleans. He shows up to a lot of things. So I wouldn't have been surprised by that, but long story short, I had a blast, man. The drinks were freaking delicious. They had these like crack and rum daiquiris and all that jazz. I wore the Kraken hat all fucking day and all night on that. And at that Kraken freaking rum boat party, not a single human being inquired about the hat. No, not a one. No, wait, um, hold on. Did I not even meet Mr. Kraken himself. Very upsetting. Sorry. What was your question? So I did notice which smooth hat. Smooth hat. We love the Waggle the, the Waggle Golf Kraken hat, the octopus, but it wasn't straight up Seattle. So I think you failed because if you would have worn like a straight up <laughs> Seattle brand actual logo, mm. I can, I think people might have been like, "Oh, he's got an interesting hat. It looks kind of like a maybe it's crack. I don't know." But then if they would have saw like, "Oh, so you you messed up." See, I disagree. You, you should have wore disagree. a Kraken actual branded hat. now it's a fresh hat i know i'm very particular about it's got an octopus on the front i mean but like how wasn't how clear it's gonna be like where i'm like um i feel like jonah hill in that movie uh accepted where he's like have you seen my wiener but i'm like have you seen my kraken hat if have i am the brand it? manager of the kraken pod yeah I'm telling you how to do this mm-hmm. right you messed it up you didn't you weren't clear in your hey i'm wearing a Seattle Kraken branded hat mm-hmm. to try and get a sponsorship and get people to talk to me. I should have made a conversation. That, said that phrase actually. This is a Seattle Kraken shirt. I am here to get a sponsorship. Have you seen Mr. Kraken? We need to. We, <laughs> <laughs> we we do need to talk about merch, and maybe that's if when when we finally make it to Seattle for a game, maybe that's because we're going to go on a tour to try and get sponsorships. Maybe we should print up our own shirts to wear that. Yes, we are the Seattle Kraken Pod. We are in town for a game. We are also looking for sponsorships. Please feel free to start a conversation with us. <laughs> it's just like a paragraph on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Good job. Good try. Phenomenal effort. Uh, Thank you. I, I was out until five in the morning that night. I got fucking last question. I ended up at a gay bar singing Nelly Furtado songs until like until literally like 430. Like in karaoke? 
No, they were just playing it. And I was just like hugging people. I met, oh, by the way, I met this guy. So I met this dude. Oh, I forget his name. I apologize. He won't ever hear this. It doesn't matter. Um, and he is a DJ at this gay bar in the French Quarter. Older man, bald, whatever. And they're, you know, they're playing like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And of course, I start getting into the bait of the of the debate of like which one's better. Now I'm talking about like total request live and how i used to run home from school to like watch carson daily be like who's the number one song of the day and like that was such a big part of my growing up and this guy was like yeah dude i i was their manager for like years when they were blowing up and i was like i'm hammered i'm like no fucking way he's like no check this out pulls out his phone the dude has the craziest photo album i've ever seen he was like here's me at britney spears's 16th birthday party here's me with the backstreet boys Here's us at a concert. Here's, wow. us having, here's us having family dinner. Here's me with Justin Timberlake. Here's me with um, him and his mom. Like very intimate photos. He had photos of him with Tina Turner, Janet Jackson, all this shit. And I didn't want to be a dick and be like, so how did you go from this life to I am a DJ at a club in the French Quarter? Didn't ask him that. He has lived a very interesting life. I forget his name, but that was a very crazy. And the guy had like a hundred photos of just him like hanging out with him, doing family stuff, having dinners at concerts, all this shit. And I was like, this is nuts. That's awesome, man. It's crazy. Yeah, like no, you know, he, had a, he had crazy stories. I was like, holy shit. That's cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to yeah. find that guy. Uh, yeah. Kind of get cool to get some, some, see some of those photos. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, say good job. Good job Thank on all you. that. And next time though, when it's time for, I'll do the sponsorship thing. Since you can't do it right, I'll do it. I mean, so, you didn't go to one event during Tales, so if you think I failed, I think you failed. I mean, don't okay, you do social media fair. coverage? It's only the biggest cocktail convention in the in the world. That's fine. You can just skip it. This is like um, <laughs> one of those things where if my wife and I have to discuss something, we'll talk about it after the kids go to bed. So we'll talk about it when the podcast ends. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I'm making yeah. a note. All right. Okay. We'll discuss this. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, what, what the hell have we been doing in our personal lives? And we got to talk about our three stars. So you talked about the tales of the cocktail. Yes. Um, I don't, again, I'm back in the mode of, I don't know who started last week. So you go first. I think I, I think I went first. So you go ahead. Keep it simple. Fish. Our fish showed up this morning from our Alaska trip. Um, we had got it packed and our halibut and salmon, um, showed up and we've got a whole bunch in the freezer totally pumped so we went on the disney cruise and we did the fishing charter which was the best part about it it was four hours of whale watching halibut fishing and salmon fishing it showed up i've got my pacific northwest alaska slash you know pacific ocean fish in the freezer cannot wait pumped about that so nice very excited that sounds delicious you having fish for dinner Nope, nope, because we got too many leftovers. We got to wait. So it's on okay. ice. We'll be eating a lot of it this month. You'll and, be like unintentional uh, pescatarians for the month of August. Do you eat fish? I love fish. I will. Since my wife didn't count the, the fillets, I will bring you some when we finally in person record. And I would love that. Just show up at my house at nine in the morning with just a bunch of fillets. Just, pick, <laughs> just, just picture my son catching your dinner. So that's what he did. I so will. And I'll thank, I'll say, thank you Ford. That was very kind of you. And he'll be like, I love the red wings. I'm like, you can't keep saying that. <laughs> Once you eat the fish, you're, you will be like uh, like a vampire. Like you'll be turned into a red wings fan. And then we're both, we're screwed. Podcast is screwed. Yeah, fish oil. Very good for you. Um, my third star of the week is just August. It's August. We are recording. It is August first thank god we are you know time is slowly ticking by we are getting out of this heat wave hopefully not anytime soon but just turning over the new leaf into a new month makes me very excited because july was brutal 
Um, you know, I had to move into a new place. It was between 106, like 110 the week that I did. Um, I literally, so I weighed myself. I went to a, uh, like a, a birthday slash house party recently. That was pretty fun. There was like, we played, there was like multiple tables set up for beer pong. There was a floaty beer pong thing, like in this pool. Um, we did like mega flip cup with like 40 people, 20 on each side. We're just going ham. And, um, Shit, I forgot where I was going with that story. What was I talking about? ADHD. Losing weight. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm in the bathroom and I'm kind of drunk and I look down and I see a scale and I weigh myself. I've dropped 16 pounds. What? You, yeah. six. I'm down 16 wow. pounds, Jeff. I'm trying to look like freaking Tyler Durden. I'm trying to look like freaking Brad Pitt and Fight Club. Just get, job. All, get all shredded. So no, like it's just crazy. I was like, holy crap, man. Between like eating better and working out and then the yep. move, it's like, yeah. holy crap. And Honestly, I'll be real with myself. A lot of that was just booze weight. I had a lot of, I had like the beer belly thing going yep. on. That yep. thing is no more. So I just got to yep. keep that, got to keep that going. So shout out to August. I, I like that. I feel great. Same way about August is um, I feel good about just so many different things in a good, good spot. We got through the vacations. We're getting back into the groove. Like I'm very focused on getting into a groove and having a good groove through the entire fall like nice. and also it getting cooler but I'm, I'm also on the health kick i've been running a lot yeah the so face looks up. slimmer you look good i've dropped about uh 10 pounds um nice. which is pretty good um okay. but i and i'm doing that because i had i think i mentioned this a bunch of times my cholesterol is terrible yes you mentioned that i got that like a month ago and uh i've been the cruise was kind of it you know i had a good time on the cruise but then i got back and i'm actually i actually am enjoying i thought i'd miss certain things but i'm enjoying like eating super clean i'm enjoying running um my buddy one of my buddies like just out of the blue like hey i got a new weight set so i'm getting rid of this bench and these extra weights does anybody want them and i was oh, like nice. yeah so i got like a free bench and all this sort of stuff like anyway so Dude, good dad workouts in the garage like you're just like blasting like metallica and just yep you know, that's it wrapping 120 10 times the, whatever you do the south louisiana workout is gotta run on the treadmill right in the in the uh guest room and then i got i go on the back porch and work on lifting weights i lift one weight and i'm pouring sweat and it's like twofold i'm just dropping pounds Done. so like you but, were there for two minutes like that's all i need i feel like the, we need a kraken pod sort of like rocky workout uh, yes like montage. a montage we're, we're we're killing it right now so good good job way to go okay so, look at us slim and trim uh, baby there you go all right so my uh sec i actually have a review um, you normally have reviews on like media. This is not media. It's a book. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to share a book that I've been reading. Well, I can't read. That's why. I don't oh yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Uh, that's true. I, it's, well, it's fine. You finally admitted. That's awesome. I like that. Well, it's like Nick from a new girl where he says, uh, I don't know how to read. I've just memorized a bunch of words. That's uh, ah, that's true. Good. job. <laughs> uh, I've been reading books. I'm, I, I like to, I'm trying to read more and be on my phone less at night. And, um, cause I'm on it all day for work but uh this book called the operator uh by robert o'neill which is uh about uh he is he was part of seal team six he's the guy who killed osama bin laden okay and, um what's cool about this book i've only like a third of the way through it is i got this suggestion from a podcast that i listened to a business podcast and they were talking about non-business books that they were reading mm. And this one was suggested. And what I like about it is like, it gives you just insight to like the first hundred pages are about his, uh, as my, one of my children has a squeaky toy in the background. First 100 page, pages is about his training to become a, a seal from being a kid and growing up and kind of being a, a screw up in a little bit of ways, but then going into like, 
the thing I took away from it, number one, I, I took a note is uh, stress is chosen, right? Like you choose to be stressed, right? Like it's a physical yes. feeling you choose and you can choose not to be stressed, which is interesting. So, but it's hard to think that way. In this book, he details all the things that he did to train, become a Navy SEAL, which as you can imagine is insane. Yeah, San Diego. That's where they do all the uh, the SEAL training at. Yeah, and uh, it the the human body and mind can be pushed to levels that you can't imagine. Yes, and for people like that, I'm not saying I could be a Navy SEAL, but. Mm-hmm. I can push myself to make the phone call that I've been avoiding, or I can push myself to like do the thing that I don't want to do because maybe I screwed something up in business or life. And I need to like, you know, make amends or apologize to somebody or, Mm. uh, you know, like it puts in perspective is like, you can push yourself mentally and physically to do things that like the work, the running, the running Mm -hmm. lately, the first 10 minutes, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm going to quit. And then I just just say that once I get rid of that feeling, crush it, I just go. And when I'm done with my 30 minute run, I'm like, I feel amazing. I feel great. So anyway, it's an awesome book. And it's, 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 I, I really like this sort of stuff. I like military stuff, reading about it because I really like people who are regimented and have um, plans and know what to do and have everything thought out because I am the exact opposite of that. So it's my inspiration to okay. like, I have to constantly feed myself that sort of shit yes. so that I uh, can can be more like that. Because my nature is to be uh, uh, lazy. My nature is to be mm-hmm. push things off, avoid stuff, head in the sand. That's like my core. So yeah, anyway. I mean, I get it. There was the uh, the famous Anthony Bourdain quote. Where That's he, exactly right. Where, where he talks about how he has to fight the urge daily to just smoke pot and watch cartoons because to his core, that is like what he just enjoys doing. So it's like a, a daily battle within himself to like fight those urges. You know, what helps me at night is I, before I go to bed, I make a list of everything I need to do like the next day in order of, um, you know, uh, how important something is, e- no matter how big or small, even, even if it's like, Oh, I have to call, you know, the energy company and take care of a bill. Like, I will list every single thing out because I like going down through that list the following day and then being like, I did that. What's next? Because I'm severe ADHD as I've demonstrated by forgetting what I'm talking about mid sentence. And, um, the, the list really, the list really helped me out. It's, it's been a game changer for me. I love that. I think that's a great, yeah, I do it every night before I go to bed too. Cause I'm, I always, I, and I think you're the same way. I, I start thinking like when I lay down at night, I start thinking about the things I need to do like the following, the following day, or even like throughout the week. And as I'm thinking about that, I'll remember little stuff. And I'll, so I'll just, I send myself like a, a literal note and it's like Tuesday, August 1st, da, 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 da. And I have it all listed out. Um, you know, and then things obviously pop up. You have to take care of that is an awesome thing. I love that. I think yeah. that's really cool. I listed night is big. Um, you. hot take here. This is going to be really hot take. I'm not saying now, but I'm saying like when I was like 18, 19, I think I could have done the, I could I think I could have done the seal thing. I'm not even saying that facetiously. I legitimately in you my went, brain, you were in the navy. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't the navy. There were a couple guys that I was in boot camp with that were going that were going for seals. There's definitely like when you're it's like it's like submarine guys. Like when you're in there and you start interacting with these people, it makes sense based off their personality like, "Oh, it makes sense that you're going for seals. It makes sense that you want to be on a sub underneath the water for 9 months." Like I I get where you're coming from 
I say that though, because all jokes aside, as somebody who grew up basically like dealing with like trauma and abuse for their entire lives, like I developed a very strong mentality to just kind of like, I want to say I disassociate, but like just been able to like overcome a lot of shit mentally, like mentally I'm very, I don't know. It's kind of hard, but when you grow up in an environment where like every day is basically like survival, um, it makes everything else just seem kind of trivial. And so my brain is wired a certain way. And I like, it's even little shit. Like if I'm playing a video game, for example, and I'm like stuck on a, like a part in a game or something and I'm doing it, I can't even really enjoy the game because as I'm playing it, I'm like, well, this game has been programmed this way. So there's going to be a way around this. I just have to figure it out. And so like, if I were training with them, I know that my thought process would be no matter how severe, like they do the thing, right. Where they, um, where they will purposefully like drown them. Like they put them underwater until they get to the point where they're blacking out because they want them to get used to environments, right. That may be the situation. Can you rebound from that and recover? As I was going, as I would be going through something like that, it would it would suck. Like it would be a, a horrible situation. Like it, it is a fear of mine, whatever. But also there would be another part of my brain where it's like, this is all part of the training. They're not going to let me die out here. I'll be fine. I just have to get through it. So like that's how I would be, like, you know. And in my mind, it's like as long as I know that at the end of the day, like there's Corman, you know, on the side standing ready in case anything goes down, they're not going to let me die. So as much as this sucks right now, I'm going to be fine. Just get through it. Like that's how my 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 brain processes everything. And again, I think it's because I grew up in a lot of uh, a lot of bad environments. But yeah. That's well, that's number one. Thanks for sharing that. That's pretty cool. Um yeah. Like I said, I, military stuff is always something that intrigues me. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, secondly, is that's exactly what this guy, Robert O'Neill, o- Robert O'Neill talks about hmm. is, you know, because his class was like 250 um, people, right? Yeah, they weed it down to like 15 to 20 or whatever it is. Yeah, and that's what he talks about. Um, it, he, he gives every detail of the training. And that's exactly what he said is like he, he, he knew that, you know, he wasn't going to die. Yeah, you're um, fine. It's you're a mental, be okay. it's a mental, and he, but he would detail all people. Uh, he details people uh, that when they drop out, like mm. all of the different aspects of the training, like, oh, we lost five guys there, three guys quit there, three guys quit there. And he just talked about the insanity of it all. It's all mental, man. It's really all mental. Like you might be physically exhausted and emotional and you're tired and you're cold and you're wet and you're hungry. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to die, dude. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, this is going to suck now, but this is over in like a month. So I, I'm, I'm just going to just going to suck it the fuck up. And that's how yeah. they get you though. It's, it's a, it's a mental warfare more than it is a physically, um, you know, like exerting kind of a thing. So yeah, I'm with them. On that. The operator is a great book. Highly suggest it. If you, if you like that sort of thing, it's i uh, I'm taking my time reading it because I love reading it so much. I don't want it to end. So mm. um, anyway, that's, that's, that's my second star of the week. Nice. I'll, I'll go through this quickly, but I am going to pay respects. My second star of the week is Paul Rubens, AKA Pee Wee Herman. Um, he passed away yesterday, a giant part of my childhood, your Same. childhood. Yep. Yep. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is an all-time movie. I actually, I'm going to go back and rewatch it. I need to um, it's just a great movie. Google where you can stream it. Um, he was just incredible. He was like, I think he's one of, if not the only people to ever host SNL fully in character. He did SNL as Pee-wee Herman. Um just an incredible dude. There's an interview that he did on Conan O'Brien, which I encourage people to look up where they're talking about like the origins of him 
um, kind of always having like the Pee Wee Herman character living within him, starting when he was like a boy, when he had a sister whose dad like bought her a tea set as a gift. Sister didn't want it. He was like, why don't you want this? Like, this is such a cool tea set. And his dad encouraged him. He was like, well, would you like to have some tea? And it developed this like childhood wonder and just like enjoyment of life within him as he was a kid, which later on developed into him becoming Pee Wee Herman. Incredible. Um, I tweeted this out yesterday on my personal, but also an underrated performance. So underrated. Uh, when Paul was in the movie Blow with Johnny Depp, he played one of the main like drug dealers. I want to say it was based in that he was based in California in his role. He crushed it. He has such a good role in the movie Blow. I would also people encourage people to go back and watch that. But rest in peace to, to Paul Rubens. Like, I mean, I grew up watching Pee-wee Herman. It was incredible. Like Pee-wee's Playhouse, the whole deal, just insane. And he was he was fantastic. 70 years old. He'd been fighting an illness. He had been quiet about it for six years. And he wrote a message to his fans, basically being like, Hey, I'm sorry that I have not um, you know, been public about this. But I just want to thank everybody for letting me create art for you, which made me, you know, made me tear up because I'm like, man, what a good, gracious human being, even with his, you know, his last breath. He's thanking us for allowing him to create art. So I just think that's fantastic. Super cool. And uh, yesterday I made a video because I watched a lot of in the 80s, you know, you know. I, my parents let me watch like Freddy Krueger movies, which is horrifying. Oh, Sam, my dad was like, here's a radar movie. I was like, this is Stephen King. I'm six. Yep. And, uh, but the, the one scary thing that I can think of, the only one that's very specific that freaked me out mm-hmm. always was from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the oh, large Marge scene. Large. That always, even when I watch, I made a video about it yesterday on my I personal TikTok, TikTok. I and it. I, and even like rewatching it, I'm like, that's like, that's like so lame. There's nothing scary yeah. about it. But even like just mm-hmm. watching it, as a 44 year old man, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, Pee Wee's, I, I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse every Saturday morning. Um, uh, yes. when, when Saturday morning cartoons was the thing. Yes. So yeah. Rip to, uh, to Paul Rubens. Yeah. Uh, my first star of the week. Um, I just, uh, is, is really uh, school coming back. Uh, and I say that because like, I don't know. It's funny is like, I finally feel, uh, with two weeks to go, I've accepted, I've accepted, you know, being home, working at home. I'm in a good mental headspace with the kids. And, um, and I say that where I only flip out like three day, three times a day, as opposed to like 10 as they're running around with a katana. But I also do like, just let I don't know. I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever. It's cool. My Like this, this, the last two weeks of school, we had nothing set up, like no babysitter, no little camps to go to. And my wife works, you know, and I run my business and luckily I've got a good team and I'm able to like, just do, I'm at peace with like things kind of being, um, you know, business isn't growing right now, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not bad. It's just not, I'm not growing it because I'm committed to like, you know, trying to be at home and stuff. So I'm not saying I'm father of the year here, but I'm saying it's like a minute because I'm definitely uh, screwed up a shit ton um, as I'm recording a podcast and I don't know what they've been doing for the past hour. Um, Very son, quiet in the background, which again, my son just left. Um, but also too, I've also learned is like, half, I don't have to get involved in every screaming match that they have. It's like, they got to figure that out. So they have to figure it out. Anyway, ready for school, ready for the fall, flag football starting up, um, all that good stuff, you know, soccer, sports, dance, gym, gymnastics, um anyway long story short is i'm sure if you're a parent you're probably pumped about school um i'm i'm excited for them to go back i'm ready for them to be out of the house but i'm also like uh you know cool good good summer so anyway i like it uh my first star of the week and you just uh, alluded to this football so football is back like that yeah. is my first yeah. star of the week 
It's training camp right now. There's yep. training camp fight videos. I love training camp fights. I'm like, let's yeah. go. Like the guys are all pumped up and they're going at it. Like Travis Kelsey got into it the other day with a teammate. He thought it was like a late hit or whatever the hell it is. I'm just excited because it it just reminds me that like, oh yeah, I love the sport of football. I'm so excited for the Seahawks season. I think they're going to be absolutely freaking loaded. Uh, just very, very, very excited for that. And uh, yeah, football is freaking back, baby. I'm so pumped. I went to the University of Colorado. Deion Sanders is now my head football coach. They're joining the Big 12 in the future. Our schedule slate is ridiculous and going to be tough, but we're under like a whole new regime with a bunch of different dudes. Like there's so many things to be excited about on the college and the professional level. So football is back. I am freaking pumped. Bring on fall. Bring on the cool weather. Bring on Saturday mornings watching you know game day and all that stuff bring on like saturday night football i'm gonna try to get up to boulder for a game but it's really hard because at the end of this month i have back-to-back weddings in california and then greece so i will be out of town for two weeks um but uh, yeah it's gonna be pretty nuts um but yeah man i'm just i'm freaking pumped uh football coming back is always a great thing i love starting to see stuff coming out from like seahawks camp and what's going on there and and, uh, you know, the rookie wide receiver from Ohio State is looking awesome. He's doing one-handed catches between dudes. And the thing we always do is we always overreact. It's like, oh, my God, you see this guy in training camp? And then he doesn't, like, make the 53-man roster. But it's part of it. It's part of the game. We love it. Football's here. And I could not be more excited. I'm, I'm with you. It just it feels good. Yes. Uh, and we talked about a bunch in the podcast already, but the heat, we're not going to this heat. We're going to have this heat until like November. So oh, easy. football will still be going on. Um, but yeah, having football come back, that means hockey's on the way. All the things are on the way and definitely ready for that shift. So I'm, uh, I'm all about it. I'm ready for some, some football, which is yep. pretty cool. So yep, yep, yep. I actually bought, we bought Garth Brooks tickets uh, to go to the LSU kickoff weekend at the Super Bowl. <sighs> you're, so, you're a brave man. Uh-huh. I know. And, we, and yeah. we're sitting like, I was like, we, when we went to the Garth Brooks concert uh, last year uh, in Baton Rouge, we sat in the nosebleeds. And I'm like, you know, I'm too old to be sitting in the nosebleeds. If I'm going to go to a concert, which happens maybe once a year, if that, I got to pay decent money to go sit like, I got to sit somewhere good. So we're sitting like, 30, 30 rows from the stage. So nice. Maybe we'll catch like a pick or something like that. Now, country music isn't really my thing, but Garth Brooks is a legend. That'll be a lot of fun. Usually he does it at, like you said, Baton Rouge, the LSU Tiger Stadium that holds upwards of 100,000 people. Those, it always like, I see that and I get anxiety because I just see like too many people wearing cowboy boots and like no cell service. And I'm like, oh my God, everyone here's hammered and I'm just hearing country for three hours. But again, yeah. I also see how it's a really good time. So I'm excited for you. That's going to be a really fun concert. I'm pumped. Um, anyway, so long story short, there you go. That's our, our, our three stars of the week. Uh, times are changing. We're starting to get more uh, uh, scheduled. Um, and hopefully you are too. Um, thank you so much. We will be back next week and we'll continue to pump these things out, hopefully on Tuesdays. So, uh, we'll let you get back to your summer and cheers to football and school coming back and all the good things. Charlotte, do you have anything you want to say before we go? No. Okay, all right. So she doesn't uh, want to give a hint about the special guest that we have coming on soon. Do you want to give a hint about the special guest that's coming up soon? No. She's smart. Cur- she's I don't. I don't want to either. Yeah, that's very smart. As a, as a princess, she's currently dressed as. I know. Uh, I see the tiara. It's very cute. Sophia the first. Is that it? Oh, Rapunzel. Oh, she's Rapunzel. Okay. Oh, get your right. princesses right, Dad. We got to go meet Mom for lunch. Uh, and get some tacos. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to the next in place.
You I thought you were doing Chuck E. Cheese. Are you going to Pedro's? Pedro's. We're going to Pedro's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pedro's. Yeah, I Pedro's. That's later. She calls it Pedro's. All right, time to go. <laughs> um, Joe, I'm going to let you wrap this episode up. You do it. That's it, man. We have a we have a special guest coming up in the very near future. I'm very excited for it. Um, and if you don't already, please follow us at Kraken Pod across all socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, the whole deal. Jeff and I were discussing strategy and stuff and all sorts of boring logistical BS that comes along with podcasting. It's still just us two. We have a million things going on. Um, you know, but we're gonna we're gonna really ramp this thing up and we're excited to keep this going throughout the summer for y'all. I don't know if I'll be able to do anything while I'm traveling, but maybe I'll be able to like record from my phone or something. I can do like international European updates or something like that. We'll figure it out for the future. Yeah, you have to show me how yeah. to do the, the, the stream yard thing, but maybe yes. like we can do some short episodes, something like yes. that. I can yeah. So anyway. absolutely I don't mind phoning in at all. I'll be uh drunk like in Santorini, just like drinking a spritz. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Leave me a voicemail at 3 a.m. Yeah, I've been eating uh, eating olives and cheese all day and working on my tan, and I'll uh, phone in. <laughs> awesome. Good job wrapping it up. Have a great week. Here is your Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. So to see my name being dragged with all these false accusations is fucking, it's blowing my mind. And so this you know apology or whatever this is happens um and again if we go back to what felicia said i don't think her name was being dragged through the mud it seems like yeah maybe she included kiera because she is the most popular person doing this and saying these things about her husband um but this isn't really calling hate to anybody she even says that she like understands a lot of where they're coming from but it just feels uncomfortable and if she feels uncomfortable with it i can almost assure you that her husband feels uncomfortable about it i can almost assure you that because the kraken the seattle kraken unfollowed kira on tiktok after all this happened uh, they also realized that this isn't something their players are comfortable with and i think coming out of the gates with this kind of attitude is, is very dangerous for a lot of people in terms of how they apologize for this stuff.